Hello, hello, and welcome back to I'm Sorry What the Podcast. I'm Ashley Sleek, and um, happy Wednesday, everybody. And, you know, I wanted to kick it off because I am so excited. You guys did not disappoint me. I mentioned last week how I was looking to expand my downloads to a thousand by the end of August. But anyways, this is because, you know, I switched streaming services over to Captivate, which I love for my fellow podcasters out there. I highly recommend it. It's been a great system, but I definitely probably could have made it so this didn't happen. But uh, sometimes I just get like too antsy and I just do things without thinking. So I lost a lot of my like all of my stats up to like episode 52 or something on downloads. So I was really hoping to kind of like get them up. And um, so uh, last week I had 700 and now I'm up to 863, which is amazing. And thank you all so much who like asked your friends or, you know, downloaded yourself or if you're just finding this podcast. Hi, welcome. But yes, yeah, so I I'm on the journey to a thousand. We're not there yet, but we have a few weeks. So please, if you haven't uh, downloaded it yet or subscribed, please do, because it's it. This is the dream. I mean, I think when I left radio, I was just so heartbroken and you know I miss it every day I still miss it all the time I loved being on the radio it was just a it was an actual dream come true like that was a dream that I had and I did it and and this is like a way for me to like keep doing that and to keep feeling like I'm making an impact and that you know people are still listening to me (laughs) um narcissism 101 but anyways I just love doing it so thank you so much for supporting me and yeah I just you know I didn't really do a question of the week this week because I just kind of wanted I don't know if this is like the I'm heartbroken part two episode and actually I recorded this is my second version of this because the first one I it's very snotty and not very put together but who knows maybe I'll like that one better or it'll be a a, a vault episode but I don't know I just kind of wanted to like give an update since since the I'm heartbroken breakup episode. So if you're just starting to listen to this podcast, um, I was in a relationship for four and a half years. We lived together. um, And in February, the week of Valentine's Day, two days before, because I like to commit, um, you know, we broke up. And I recommend going back to that episode because, you know, it was great. And I've heard from several people that that's like one of the best episodes I ever did. And I don't I'm not here to try to top it. I just am here to kind of be honest about what I've been feeling because I think I've just been so lost the last couple of weeks. Like ever since, you know, I got an email from him, I've really been trying to see it in this like positive light. But I think I'm just really fucking mad, to be honest. And I don't I don't like when people aren't just their authentic selves all the time. I can't relate to that. And I can't relate to people on social media or, you know, in any media who act like everything's fine when it's not. That's never really been my style. I mean, I think I cried on the air several times when I was on Y100.9 in very authentic ways. Like there was a boy who like hurt my feelings when I was on air with Dre and then Dre just let me like shit talk the situation, which was the best. And now I think I need that. I mean, I miss Dre. I wish she was here to do this with me. Doing it on my own is a little bit more scary. And like, obviously, that was a boy that was just like stupid at the time and uh, wasn't a four and a half year relationship. But I think I just like, I don't know. I just 
feel that it would be weird to act like I've been doing fine, which I think I honestly was for a little bit. Like, I really feel like I dove into the whole single thing and was on Bumble and was having fun. And, you know, and then I think that when I got an email from him, that wasn't really what I was hoping for. I think that I always kind of hoped he would reach back out. And then when I got the email, it just it was just so shitty, to be honest. I'm like, I don't want to fucking sugarcoat it. It was shitty. Like it made me feel shitty. And I I know, you know, in talking to my my friends, they made great points that that was like a great email for him. And, you know, coming from him, that was good. But it just like reminds me of how low the bar was to the ground by the time, you know, that happened. And it just I I have no other word other than angry. And I know I kind of talked about the letter when I got it because I was doing an episode that day. But, you know, I just think that I have all these unresolved emotions that I just kind of pushed away and was like, ah, I don't want to deal with those. Like, that's going to be too much. And by the way, that's not the right way to handle things because they're going to come up at some point anyways. So this is me embracing that and just, I don't know, wanting to talk about the real shit. And for me, it's like, I think over the last, like, since I got that email, you know, in July, obviously hasn't been that long. And all these amazing things have been happening around me. So it's been this, like, kind of great distraction. But I felt like a part of me was holding back a little bit. And a part of me has just been, like, really lost and and not, you know, and I did my whole standard ghosting of all the humans for the last like few weeks. And I, I hate when I do that. But I just like I couldn't even figure out how to quiet the voices in my own head. And I mean, obviously, I I don't want to, um, you know, drag anybody. But, you know, I was listening to Billie Eilish's song and she's like, I don't talk shit about you on the Internet. And I was like, ma. I didn't really, but kind of like, I mean, I've made like little jokes and little stabby stabs here and there. And like, I obviously I'm not going to like sit here and list all of my grievances, but I don't know. That song just like really like got to me. And I feel like it came at this right time, um, you know, because she says in there, she's like, I would never treat me this shitty. And I think when I like the first time I even heard the you know there's a little clip on TikTok I was like oh fuck like here we go the another breakup jam for me to like get through I went through my Olivia phase I even like hit up high school musical the musical the series second chances I listened to that song like 10 times in a row when it came out and I was like is this my second chance like probably my third or fifth or 14th at this point but anyways like when she was like I would never treat me this shitty I was I finally it was like a light bulb went off in my head as to why I struggle with this so hard this breakup and all this shit and I think I I struggle with this in all of my relationships I have a hard time understanding why people don't treat people the way I would And like I read this, I know that Enneagram shit can get annoying and a little extra, but I love it. So hear me out. I'm an Enneagram too. And I saw this that it was like twos sometimes have a hard time understanding why people don't treat others the way like they would. And I think that's what made this breakup so hard for me is because I just would never do the things that he did. You know, I just would never... 
I would never do that to somebody. And I just and it's been hard for me to understand how someone who sat there and said that they loved me then turned around and did all this stuff. Right. And I mean, the answer is because they weren't the right person. And I just think that that's something that we don't always like talk about like they show in the movies and the breakups you know they kind of montage it super quick we're like and it's typically girls you know we're eating the Ben and Jerry's or the box of chocolate and then we like go out with the girls and get drunk and then we meet some guy and then it's fine and then we have you know a, a rebound and maybe if it's a rom-com that turns into being you know your best friend's cousin you run into them at a wedding or some shit but like I I feel like the anger part and the confusion part doesn't always get mentioned. And that's like all I've been feeling constantly is just so confused. And for me, like with the letter, it was just this big fuck you because, you know, he said in there that he didn't want to hold me back. And I was like, when I read that, I was thinking, what do you mean hold me back? Like, you never held me back. Like, I did a bunch of shit during the time we were together, you know. But then I was remembering, like, actually, you know, there were all these calls I didn't answer because I didn't want to explain why I was crying again. Or, you know, all the time I spent having to explain to people why he wasn't there or make excuses for why he didn't show up. Or all the time I spent just waiting for him to be on time. Like, I fucking hate being late. I hate being late. Uh, It gives me literal stress balls. Like I get the worst ass sweat in my crack, fully uncomfortable when I'm late to something. I just, I can't, I can't stand it. And normally I'm way too early and then I drive around because I don't want to be that person that's hella early. And then I end up being late and I get stressed all over again. So it's, it's a whole process. And I just feel like you should be with someone who sees those things and wants to make it better and wants to support you. And so, you know, in making this podcast episode, when I was thinking about it, it's like for me, and I know I brought this up in the first episode I did, but like, you know, Billie Eilish and Taylor Swift and Olivia Rodrigo, they write these amazing songs. And I have to imagine that that's like a part of the process. Like, I'm never going to shit on Taylor Swift for all of her boyfriends, because like like I said in my in my other episode, like, why would you put yourself through that voluntarily? That breakup suck. But I, I have to imagine that in each one, a part of her healing process has been, you know, writing a song about it. And the first podcast for me was so, so amazing. And I'm so glad I did it. And like I said, people loved it. And it was, you know, my first few weeks in to the breakup and how I was feeling then. But like, let's take it back to now. Now that I've had all this time to one, try to suppress my emotions (laughs) unsuccessfully. And two, you know, I've heard back from him and got that kind of like, I mean, because of course I always was hoping, you know, to get something back or that he would try. And I got it. It was very disappointing. And (laughs) which is not shocking given the relationship. And, you know, I think it's important to be honest about that process and, you know, let people know that actually it's not always good all the time. And I uh, love the people who were just honest with me about the breakup, you know, that like one day you're going to wake up and be ready. And that was true. Like one day I woke up and I was and I wrote a blog about it and I was ready. I was like, I got this. I'm going to go back into dating, download a Bumble again, you know, was having my fun and all this stuff. But I feel like a part of me has been trying really hard to be the person I was before my ex. And I was notoriously single, as I love to call myself. Um, You know, I had I dated a little bit. I had like two boyfriends and 
it was whatever and they didn't last very long and and I I don't even think I cried when we broke up maybe maybe the second one but the first one was just like I don't know like whatever it was just awkward um but you know that's not important to the story right now uh I think I just was you know convinced that I could be that person again that oh it's okay like I was single for so long of my life and I had fun and I made it basically my whole personality and you know I did the real Thursday which I still love and you know I just I just made it I embraced it but I think I might have tried to do that a little bit too quickly because I do love I do love it. I think that um, as I've mentioned to a bunch of people, I feel like the content's way better. And I'm I am excited to kind of like go back to that dating realm. And hopefully after this, I'll kind of be more ready for it. I feel like when when it presents itself in front of me that I'm that I'm okay. I think there's difference between like a flirty thing happening and you're like, oh my God, this is great. I didn't have to work for it. And going on Bumble and like putting actual fucking effort into it. You know what I mean? Like when it happens naturally, I'm so excited. And I was like, oh yes, this is what it's like to be single. I love this shit. But then when I like have to do the Bumble, like you really have to sell yourself and you have to be like in a good mood. And I'm just like not there. I just deleted the app. I'm just kind of like, okay, if something happens, something happens. But and maybe next week I'll feel differently. But for right now, I just want to figure out what this is, because like I would hate to bring this into what's next. Like I just want it to be authentic next time. I don't want to I mean, not that it wasn't authentic with with my ex, but just that, you know, I I want to feel better. Like, I want it to not like, obviously, it's always going to hurt when you kind of get, you know, not someone doesn't like you back. But right now I'm like fucking fragile. I'm like, what do you mean this guy that I thought eh, if I close one eye, he's cute, didn't swipe back on me. Like now I'm all fucking upset about that shit. It's like, no, I want to be and I'm sure I'm sensitive. So that will always hurt a little bit, but I don't need it to derail my day. And I think it's because like I wasn't chosen in my past relationship. I was always the last choice. And it's so important to be the number one choice. And obviously, I'm not saying that like your partner should cut everybody off because that's psycho shit. Okay. Like we don't need 10 Bundy, you know, like murderer type psychopath shit. I'm just saying that like it shouldn't be a chore to choose your partner. It would blow my mind. And this is, like I said, like I wouldn't treat someone this way. And when I talk about this scenario in general, and I am a little bit talking shit on the internet, but part of the reason that, you know, my ex and I broke up is he didn't take my health very seriously at all. And, you know, when I, I, I broke up with him literally two days before my colonoscopy, like the next day, I couldn't even eat. Not that I felt like I wanted to eat, but a part of me wanted to like, do the shit I was talking about in the movie with my Ben and Jerry's. And I was like, I have to have a camera stuck up my butthole tomorrow. I don't get to do that. Like, that's so frustrating. Um, I'm sure it was very fun for the nurses when I came out of um, anesthesia and I was like, you know, my boyfriend, I just broke up. Isn't that so fun? And now I have this camera up my butt. What a journey we've been on. <laughs> and, you know, he didn't take it seriously. And that hurt. I mean, when I got sick in high school, I had not everyone's support. I had amazing friends who did stand by me, but my group of friends at the time didn't. And they, you know, kind of made it seem like I was annoying them with my talking about it. So it's a reason that I don't talk about it super often. So then for, you know, me 
to open up to someone that's supposed to love me and them kind of give me the same dismissal was just really hard and it hurt a lot. And, you know, these are the kinds of things I just want people to like. I'm saying it just so you hear it. And if it's happening to you, it's either something that you talk about right away or you just know now that that's not it. That wasn't the right person for you. And and that was my final straw. Like that was it. Like he was like, I'm not I'm not coming to your or I'm not going to make it to the colonoscopy. I'll be there after when all I asked was for him to show up, which everybody I know that's in a relationship is like, yeah, I don't think I would ever let my my girlfriend, boyfriend or partner literally go to the hospital alone, especially for a procedure that's important. And maybe you don't think it's important, but I feel like after four and a half years of dating someone with Crohn's, you know how important those are. So like whatever. And I said this, I think in my other podcast, but my ex's biggest disadvantage is that I was surrounded by all these like very loving couples and I just saw what it's supposed to look like. And I wasn't getting that. And that's not fair. I'm obviously not like it's not fair. Why do you get that? Not me. But no, it means it was not fair to me to not be getting the love that I see and that I give because, you know, everybody always tells me that I have so much love to give and I I believe it now and I'm excited to kind of put that love inwards on me. And maybe we don't put up with somebody who, you know, knows that you're afraid to be home alone and then chooses to live with you and then never shows up or like maybe moves in with you on your birthday and then um, says that they're not going to stay the night in your apartment on your birthday together. You know, it's just it's shit like that that makes you go, hmm. Another reason I never wanted to really like shit talk him too hard on the podcast is because I just didn't want to fucking hear about it. Like, I don't want people coming to me and being like, We knew you were in this bad relationship. Once again, why am I limiting myself to what other people are going to say? I don't want to hear you come to me and be like, oh, all your friends must, you know, all your friends who said couple goals about you guys must be so embarrassed now or some shit like that. Like, I don't want to hear it. I don't want to hear it. I, I was in my relationship. I was in love. I thought it was right. And now I know it's not. And I learned and now I'm talking shit about it because it's my fucking podcast and I want to I want to get this out. I want I want this to be done. I want to just like say what I need to say and like, you know, let my anger be my anger. And hopefully someone who's like not being treated the right way will hear this and be like, fuck, maybe that's not right for me. And and this for me is like friendships, too. Like a lot of the things I'm thinking about when I was like, God, I want to just like get on here and talk shit on the internet. You know, like I want to be mad. I want to tell people the truth that I want to be like, ah, fuck this. And then I was like, but I also want to be like, hey, here's some flags. Here's some little red flags that were so obvious to me. And, um, you know, I just tried to work through them. And that's my thing is that I don't think that we broke up any. I'm not saying that I've never thought, oh, like, I can't believe I wasted my time. But those moments kind of come and pass super quickly. Like, I don't get that thought too much because I mean, yeah, obviously I wish I didn't have so many painful memories, but I think that like it took me a long time because I talked about it all the time. I'm the kind of person that when I'm hurt, I just need to talk about it. I used to have friends and drove me crazy that would just ghost me when they were mad at me and they wouldn't talk to me for like weeks like I totally understand the whole like hey I need some time to think like you hurt my feelings I just need to process and like can we talk about it later like I'm still gonna have 17 panic attacks about it but I'm the kind of person who just needs to like talk about shit and 
I want to respect your boundaries, but like one to three days, maybe at most. But like making somebody sit there and know that they hurt, but not know why and like not be able to like that kills me. So I talked about all this stuff. I could not have been more honest. And I think that's the other reason that it's really hard for me because I have all this anger and I'm used to picking up the phone and calling and being like, hey, you know what? I just need to talk to you about something like this really upset me. But you know what's so great about that now is that no one's calling me back and giving me defensive bullshit. Isn't that nice? I literally just get to sit here on my podcast and be like, actually, all this shit fucking hurt and I don't have to hear about it back. It's very nice. I'm enjoying that part of this, you know, which is like and I and that's one of those things to me, like that defensiveness and that like pain when I see it in friends now, I'm like, I don't want to deal with this. Just I'm not attacking you. If you hurt my if if I hurt someone's feelings, I am so sorry. And that's it. And then tell me, tell me what exactly I did so I don't do it again. And can I just give you, you know, if if it's a conversation, like if someone's telling you you hurt their feelings, like they know that, you know, you're not this horrible person, but they're just like, hey, I want you to know. And all they're wanting back is like some validation and an apology. OK, that's all people want. They just want like, oh, my gosh, I hear you. I definitely didn't mean to hurt your feelings. I am so sorry. And not like, I'm sorry you feel that way. Like, fuck that bullshit. No, we're not doing that today. We're adults. We are adults. And um, <laughs> anyways, so it's just like, I don't know. It's been this weird thing where like I'm angry and I don't I don't have somebody to yell at. I just have been internalizing and that's also the wrong move. And so I don't know, maybe I'll go smash some plates later. But for me right now, this is just feeling a lot better. Just getting it out and being honest and letting people know that all the feelings that you feel, whether it's a relationship breakup or, you know, a friendship fight, or maybe you're feeling un- undervalued at your job. It's like we are living this one life and it's way too short to be treated like shit. Like, that's just where I'm at now. Like, and it's exhausting feeling that, you know, and, and, and not ignoring shit. Like, that's exhausting. Like, trying to let it in. And I think, you know, probably the last few months have just been me like wanting so badly for it to be over and wanting so badly to be like the girl before my ex and you know she didn't have to be sad over him because she didn't even know he existed and like that's just not going to happen that person in the relationship is a part of me now and I'm glad I learned so much and I became I had just horrible times during that and not just because of him but you know mental health struggles health struggles like all these things and you know I'm I, I, it's hard to say, oh, I'm so happy I got like lupus and fibromyalgia and stung by a stingray, my heart broken. Like, you know, that shit sucks. But that's a part of me now. And that's the part of me that's going to be this next person. And that's the part of me that doesn't get to, you know, be taken away by some stupid fucking email. Like, I get to take from this relationship what I want to take from it. And, you know, Obviously, it's going to be a journey and I'm nervous for what's next. And like, I'm going to go in with a few more cautions, but like, it'll be good. And yeah, I'm so fucking afraid to do it again. I'm terrified. Like, it hurt. Like, I'm I'm terrified. Fall in love again and like it not work out. But the alternate to that is falling in love and having someone that you that meets you at you. It's worth it. I think. I mean, this is painful and I'm um, doing my best to keep my shit together and not ball my eyes out on the podcast. Um, but you know, it's worth it. And I think 
every time we fall down and and something happens and you know every time we shut down we don't want to let somebody in because of the past like you know that opening that door back up like that's amazing and and don't let somebody else be the reason that you don't live your full life and don't let someone else be the reason that you don't be you you know and and it's okay to not feel this confident all the time. And it's okay to not always feel like, oh, I'm so glad I had that life lesson. Like, fuck, I'm tired of them too. I hear you. But, you know, it, it's 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 good when you get to the point where you just get it out and you get angry and then you can reflect. Like, that that that's my whole thing. Like, this is why I started journaling again because I'm just, I'm mad. I sit there. I'm angry typing. And then I'm like, okay, step back. Like, I wrote a response to his email, you know, and I felt great after that. I felt good. I felt, I listened to Second Chances from High School Musical, the musical, the series, the whole time I was writing it. I cried a lot. I was in the backyard. It was very, very nice. And, you know, it, it hurt, but I'm glad I did it. And my next step, I mean, I don't think I'm magically going to feel like lifetimes better. I'm over my breakup with this podcast, but I don't know, like honesty is good for me. And it's, and I'm, I like being authentic and I like being vulnerable and I like telling people that like, Hey, this happened to me. It can happen to you, but it's going to be okay. Like, you know, that's just what I'm here for. And I don't want anyone to sit here and be like, Oh, you know, I'm mad and I'm sad today, but like, listen to Ashley. She's doing fucking great. Like, no, I'm not. I'm not. I'm fucking hurting. I'm hurting. I'm angry. I'm mad that I have to like figure out my next steps. I'm mad that I planned my life around a boy and it didn't work out. I'm mad that I can't, I'm trying so hard to move out, but it's very difficult because in my opinion, California hates single people and they're like, no, we're going to make the rent like way too hard for you. Like it's stressful and it's stressful and it's exciting. You know, I don't I don't know what's next. And I'm a planner and that gives me hives, but also is thrilling. And and I just want everybody to know that you have such high worth and you are so important and you are too important to be surrounded by people who don't give you what you need. You are way, way too good for that. So if there's a friend out there that's not giving it for you, you don't need them. If you're in a relationship where you are not being met, have that conversation with them. And if, if it doesn't come out the way you want, if things don't change, then move on. You know, like it's hard, easier said than done, obviously, like I know. And, you know, it, it's okay. Like it's okay to have breakups. Like I felt like this huge failure for me. It felt like I completely failed and that, you know, I don't know what what I was going to do next. Like I just it really it really stumped me. It, it hurt. And I was and I was lost and I felt stupid. I felt fucking dumb. I was like, God, I have to tell these people that I was talking to about my wedding, you know, like that I was stupidly being like, I'm going to marry this guy, blah, blah, blah. Like, you know, all this shit. Like, I felt stupid telling people that we broke up. But you know what? Now I'm like, yeah, hey, I I felt that and it was very real. And, you know, I'm I feel lucky that I felt that love, but it wasn't right for me. And now I get to have the chance to not be the person I was before my relationship, but a combination of both. Like, the fun single girl 
who had no idea that men were trash and was just enjoying her life and the girl who's aware that men are trash and is going to find the right one and going to find someone who's like going to want to listen to this podcast and support me and like be a part of this journey and like be a part of all the things that are so important to me. Like, let's just not settle, bitches. Let's just not fucking do that shit. Like, we're done. We're done settling. So anyways, um, this wasn't as bitchy as I thought it might be, but I still love a little sassy attitude. And, um, you know, I think that this is going to make me feel better. I hope that someone out there listening, it makes you feel better. And just know that, like, I believe in you and, um, you know, once again, men are trash. I'm just kidding. I still am looking. So I'm just saying after I said all of this, if you know any men who um, love going to weddings and, you know, are not afraid of a social calendar and, you know, are not going to be intimidated by the fact that I still sleep with my Scooby-Doo stuffed animal, um, be sure to just give him my number. You know what I mean? <laughs> OK, you guys, this was a very... Um, interesting episode, but I'm glad that I did it. I hope it makes you all feel better. Um, Don't forget to like, comment, subscribe, and hit those downloads. We're almost there, you guys. I'm so excited. Um, And yeah, just don't forget to give yourself all all that sorts of love and gushiness. And yeah. Okay, bye.